0: Hello and welcome to Generation Mix, this is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs that dad's been making for the last five years or so. I'm the dad, I'm Neil, I'm the son, I'm Joel, and we are finally there, we're at the much trailed episode 19 and we are listening to the music of
1: Richard Thompson, or to
0: put it another way, Richard Thompson. (laughs) So, yes, we are listening to the music of Richard uh, Thompson's solo career and also Richard and Linda Thompson. For those who don't know, Richard Thompson was the original guitarist for the first five albums with Fairport Convention before he went solo. And as regular listeners know, Joel has not been looking forward to this CD. And because he's going to be so unremittingly negative, we felt the need to call in a guest helper so, I'd like to welcome Steve Sumner from the McCartney in Goal podcast. Hello, Hello Steve. Hello, good evening. Hello. It's nice um, to be here. Hello, Joel. Hello. <laughs> Stop standing so miserable. <laughs> you might enjoy yourself.
1: I'm not going to enjoy myself.
0: So, so Steve, you're part of a three person podcast.
2: So, McCartney in Goal is three middle aged men. Um, Choosing albums that at least one of them likes and putting them through a sort of World Cup style knockout scenario, which usually becomes a fairly unruly mess. Uh, Yeah, I think that sums it up. I think that sums it up pretty well.
0: So we're going to dive into the CD with Wall of Death from the album Shoot Out the Light. What do you think?
1: Lower side of me, and I'm pretty sure that's going to be the
0: best one on the, uh, the CD. <laughs> not lower side of me. It
1: is the lower side of me. Everything on the CD is going to be lower side of me, or what?
0: Wall of Death is cracking, Steve. No, Steve, back me up, please. Back oh, me up. Otherwise, I've, I'm going to got, cut you off. <laughs> I've got,
2: I've got my notes, and you, it's a re- This is a really bad start. the The first <laughs> word is <Thank> me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
1: Uh
2: I just—it does very little for
0: me.
1: Not for the CD that it could have been,
0: because every other song in the album is awful. You—you've gone with meth, for wall of death. I really have. I I find it.
2: I find (laughs) it. it, I've written less than the sum of its parts, and I can rarely get all the way through it. (laughs)
0: So Uh sorry. Uh It's my favourite track off my favourite Richard Thompson album as well. 1991, he released an album called Rumour and Sigh. It was, I think it was nominated for the first version that they had of the Mercury Music Prize. And and it's I misunderstood.
3: Promise now, crush your heart and hope to die. But I misunderstood. But I misunderstood. But I misunderstood. I thought she was saying good luck. She was saying
1: goodbye.
0: Is that it? Yeah. you, you, yeah. Said, uh, you said you might quite like the guitar playing on it. Like, yeah, it's the only
1: it? good part.
2: Uh, I love the seventies organ. I love the call and response guitar with his vocal in the choruses and it, it's a real grow. It really grows on you. My, my question which I have to ask at this early stage, I'm afraid is if we're talking about rumor and sigh, how are you avoiding the elephant in the room? Which is probably his most famous solo song and is one of the two songs ever that made me cry when I first listened to it.
0: Vincent Black Lightning," 1952. Yeah. Um, I personally, don't like, I personally don't like the song. <gasps> really.
2: I think I might just leave the podcast.
0: What are you, what? I honestly don't like Vincent Black Lightning that much.
2: It genuinely, it's one of two songs ever that moved me to tears the first time I heard it. And the finger picking is
0: insane. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen him play it live. And it is, as you say, incredibly intricate, the finger work on that. I actually prefer B-Swing for that. Well, that's the other one I was going to get to later. Why is Beeswing um, not on here? I think, when I, I think part of the, the, the reason behind the track listing on here is that I had really only recently started to discover Richard Thompson. Okay. And I originally compiled a Richard and Linda CD yeah. and a separate Richard CD. And then I decided to combine them into one, knowing that if he really, really liked it, I'd have plenty of material for a second volume later on.
2: Well, that's. I'm, I mean, I would I would say my two favourite Richard Thompson songs, well, my three favourite Richard Thompson songs would be Vincent Black Lightning, um, Pease Wing, and The Poor Ditching Boy,
0: none, none of which are really on no. in sadly. I could easily do a second volume, and I think... Okay, okay.
2: No! I'm hoping... Uh-huh. You... Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, All I'm saying is, in theory, I could, because I've discovered an awful lot more, and, and there's been new music se- uh, since then as well.
2: I'm not a Richard Thompson aficionado. I've, I've. It sounds like I've sort of been aware of him for longer, but I never got that deep into to either, either the Richard and Linda stuff or him. I, you know, I, I sort of paddled around. Yeah. So there's stuff on here that I'm very familiar with, and stuff on here that I've never heard before. Uh, and there's one particular song which I found absolutely repellent until this podcast and you have made a fan of of me at least out of out of that one song so oh i'm, I'm looking forward to, to what that. that
0: might be it's
2: because i really really did not like it but but having spent some time with your lovely playlist i really like it now
0: the next track is the title from their most celebrated album i want to see the bright lights tonight You are wrong, uh, Steve. You're very wrong. You're very oh, wrong, Joel. Dr- Steve, you 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 said you were going to diverge it's, it's, from Joel's it, opinions.
2: It's wonderful. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, we we we. This is the album that we did on our podcast, and I have to say that uh, we all three of us came out thinking it's just fabulous. The whole album from start to finish. Mm-hmm. But the title track is good as it gets. I mean, it's sort of it's sort of the definitive Richard and Linda song. And if you like Richard and Linda at all, then. I think it's got to be this one, is not
0: it? We're, we're three tracks in, and, and we've got another 17 to go, folks. <laughs> Strap yourselves in. <laughs> so the fourth track is, it is by Richard and Linda, and it's called The Wrong Heartbeat. On his post-divorce album, he recorded his own version of The Wrong Heartbeat. This is the one that was done with Jerry Rafferty, and only came out through that Watching the Dark compilation. You think you need me, you
1: think you read me, from the beating of my heart. But you're listening to the wrong heartbeat. You're listening to the wrong
0: heartbeat. You're listening to the wrong heartbeat.
1: My love is strong. <sighs> oh, come on. did like that.
0: You seem to like it a little bit better than some of the other ones. You, you, were, you were looking at me quizzically like, I didn't think this was a good song, and you gave me a positive look. So that was produced by Jerry Rafferty from the Aborted Sessions. Well, actually, they did create an entire album, but then they couldn't sell it, and then Richard decided he didn't like it. And then they recorded half of it again for Shoot Out the Lights.
2: Can I ask about other versions then? Are, are, what's the version that he does on his own like? Because I haven't heard that because i have one specific issue with it mm-hmm. which is the reggae influence which is really not not for me me and reggae don't get on at all i'm afraid
0: you think that's a reggae style yeah that's that's, I, a, that's a reggae with... beat because he's playing on the offbeat i'm kind of with you on white mandu reggae and and i don't hear that as a reggae track that's interesting i might have to re-listen to them. it's it's the it, it I, I mean, absolutely. one of the things I can't stand is when Paul McCartney does reggae, unless, it's, of course, oh. it's live and Let Die and it's only a short yeah, that, bit, and then it works. That's,
2: that's <laughs> acceptable, yeah. <I'm> 100% <laughs> agreement. That's the only time
0: it's ever acceptable. But Seamoon can go and... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely burn right. Burn it. Bury it with a stake through its heart. Richard Thompson
1: cannot do a chorus.
2: Yeah,
0: so the, co- you- the chorus isn't everything. You know, a good,
2: a good song is a good song with or without a chorus.
0: So This next song might describe your feelings about this CD, which is Withered and Died.
1: It's lower mare.
0: Lower mare. Wrong. (laughs) This is in my top thirty songs of all time. I think. Doesn't deserve it. Wow. There's a statement. Yeah, only slightly Um, lower than Wall of Death. And I want (laughs) to see the bright lights tonight.
2: The bright lights. Yeah, Wall of Death. You're not going to convince me on, but this, this, this for sure. Yeah, this is great. This is
0: great. And her vocals fantastic. Like I say, I was introduced to this through the Elvis Costello cover. And yeah, I. I have grown to love Linda's vocal on this and actually prefer it now. Which, again, I think it's just a reflection of maturity in changing musical preferences, really.
2: Yeah, I'm not mad on Elvis Costello as an as a interpretive artist. I, I prefer him when he's doing his own stuff. So I, I did listen to that, but I, I came straight back to this. But maybe it was just familiarity.
0: So part of my thinking in this compilation is – Richard Thompson is famous for writing songs that have dark undertones or are slightly depressing. And so for your introduction, I tried to keep it on the more upbeat side. And the next one is definitely in that particular oeuvre, and it's from Bob Tudor album called Walking the Long Mile's Home. beat song what's wrong with
1: it i'm not going higher than there for any of them i just don't like it
0: so this song is all about a a breakup and that the person is walking away from the relationship and as each step further away he goes he realizes that the relationship was really quite unhealthy for both of them and he's actually feeling better in every step further away he gets from it so what do you think henry steve
2: there, there are three, and again, I'm, I'm a bit out of my depth here, but there, there are three songs on here that I think have a sort of military two-step beat thing going on. And I think this this, it's very successful on, and the other two I have real trouble with, but we'll, we'll get to that sadly. Um, but I th- I think when he does that military two-step thing at this sort of mid-tempo, it lets the song breathe. And it works really well. The um, you know, it, that that works, and the the melody's great, the lyrics great. It works really well here. I, li- I like this a lot.
0: Yeah, and it fits because it's about walking the long miles home, so you would be two-stepping. Oh, it yeah. kind of fits the lyrical conceit that he's got. We are now coming to a track that I know is your Nadir here, Joel. Poppy red.
1: It's yes! <laughs> it's
2: so bad You're not gonna be happy but when we get to me. I can't I stand you it. So you didn't like it yes, at all. I don't like you. it at
0: all. Tell me why you dislike Poppy Red. Uh
2: the he he is very adept at sort of taking melodies and chord changes to interesting places that I think other writers can't you know you get a lot of writers you know who will write the sort of three four chords type songs that are quite predictable and he's very good at not doing that however sometimes I think he takes that too far and it becomes too complex for me to. That sounds that sounds really weak. I want to be able to hum it, but I, I just I can't get inside the melody because it's you know oh I've just turned there's a minor ninth coming. Hang on, hang on. Oh no, it's a minor seventh, and I'm just thinking oh I, oh stop
0: it. And yet the first time I heard this song, the tune burrowed straight into my brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, totally, no, for totally burrowed in it was for me that the interesting then highlight of the sweet warrior album. i interesting. literally read my 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 daughter sings it to you doesn't she Joel, just to annoy you <laughs> yes, <and I> <laughs> <laughs> returning to shoot out the lights my favorite richard thompson album and man in need
3: Was I was making good
0: You,
2: Steve, <laughs> in the hopes of saving you. Yeah, I like this one. I like this one. It's not one of my absolutely top ones, but I, I always like hearing Richard and Linda together. Like I said, it's it's hard for me to dislike anything they do when it's the two of them. Yeah. singing together there's something about the blend of their two voices when it's just Linda sometimes I I, I want him uh, you know un, under there sort of with the lower bass notes and when it's just him I often want her singing on, on the top uh, so when the two when it's the two of them I, I have few complaints and it's a nice it's a nice song it's a good song
0: the next track is the version I picked was from Watching the Dark The Shame of Doing Wrong. Hey, I think I know what Joel's going to say.
1: Meh, but the intro is okay.
0: Oh, good. That was a step up. Still, Meh. <laughs> Steve, I love this. I do. I love this.
2: Yeah, great track. Love the lyrics, love the vocals, and I love, I love that English folk backing
0: that they do. Have you, have you ever heard Sandy Denny's version? No. So she recorded it as the first track on what was her final studio album. Didn't know. And her delivery of the lyrics is a little bit unusual. I'll put a clip into the podcast.
1: So,
0: moving on from. <coughs> I do this every time I record. <laughs> moving on from the shame of doing wrong, we're going to. Go to a song is about somebody who has done wrong. It's about their release from prison and about the fact that they're gonna go out and have a blooming good time. It's called I Feel So Good.
3: seven months, and sixteen days.
1: Absolutely
0: this one. Right. Any reason why, Joel? I'm going to start forensically probing you on this. Steve, I know you said yeah, you I- like the Rumour and Psy album.
2: I do like the Rumour and Psy Um, so I was familiar with this one. Can you give me the, the backstory? I didn't know the backstory. I just assumed he was... I didn't know he was writing it in, in character.
0: Yeah, it's... I understand it to be a story of someone who's been released from prison. I believe that it was for a sexual assault crime
2: Oh wow. okay. in the
0: character and that they're going to go out and immediately enjoy themselves. And so oh. I think it's like about a sexual predator as well. That puts it, a very different spin on it. It does, doesn't it?
2: That's a bit like Every Breath You Take by the police or One Way or Another by Blondie once you realise that it's sort of about a sex pest. You think, I'm not so yeah. sure
0: now. <laughs> we need something buoyant don't we, Joel? Yeah. Now, your sister likes this song, and you, at one point, certainly said you did. From Hand of Kindness, which is most definitely his most cheerful album, whether or not that's because his marriage had just broken down, I don't know. Two Left Feet. Oh, two left feet, feet. How can you dance with
3: feet? feet, How can you dance with two left I love the honey and it's
1: so sweet I just keep running with
0: your left feet you got no style, you got no beat. All you guys are to your left feet is the only song I actually understand Why you like Okay, well,
1: explain to me why I like it then,
0: Joel. it's fun It's probably going to be one of the ones that Steve can't stand Because it's fun and bouncy <laughs> Over to you Okay, so do you remember the
2: conversation that we had about Walking the Long Miles Home and the sort of military two-step and bit, yeah. so that, 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 that there were two other songs that, that sort of utilised a similar idea but that, that, that did it at double speed? My, my notes, this is one of those. My note literally says, so horrible, the saxophone isn't helping.
0: Oh, I, I love this one. I think oh, it's great. I found
2: it unlistenably awful.
0: Final track me the album. I think it works with that two-step beat because, again, the whole Hang point. On, is this
2: like, is this is the final track on that album.
0: The final track on "Hand of Kindness," yeah.
2: Well, if you've listened to McCartney and Gold, you know you'll know that I'm the one that's obsessed with with the, the, how you start an album how you end an album is important. And that's just even worse information. If this if, if if this is how the album ends, that's deeply upsetting.
0: I I love the song. I think it's great fun. I know you dislike the next one, and again, you're flat wrong. It was originally from Hokey Pokey, the second Richard and Linda Thompson album. They re recorded it for a TV show in the late 70s. It ended up as a bonus track on Sunny Vista, Georgie on a Spree.
1: so awful it's worse no. than poppy red
0: no no, no 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 it's great it's, it's
1: awful
0: tell him he's wrong steve I, I can see your face and i know you're gonna tell him he's wrong <laughs>
2: this is the aforementioned song which i had a real problem with because that introduction no 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 just no just wait that i had past tense had a real problem with <laughs> Because the, the introduction to me sounded like a novelty song again, which is something he seems to do sometimes. And I I had listened to this. I compiled a, a playlist for myself of sort of upbeat Richard Linda songs. And I was sort of, uh, which I, just cause I, I just, I love, I love the, the upbeat Richard and ones. And I it was about I,
0: six songs. And yeah, <laughs> no, no,
2: slightly more than that. Not a lot, but it meant because actually, because there's a scarcity of them, it meant I was sort of auditioning a few. And I auditioned before this, uh, before I was listening to your list, I auditioned George on a spree and I couldn't get past that introduction. And I tried a few times and I thought this is, this is god awful. I mean, this is really awful. And I listened to it, uh, for this podcast and on about the third run around the wheel I thought this is really growing on me this this for me is the the winner of the completely changed my mind award uh I love this now love it
0: it's so good in the late 80s Richard switched labels from Polydor to Capital and it was mainly because the record the it was mainly because the vice president of the label was a Richard Thompson fan and he recorded an album called amnesia and the penultimate track on it i think is absolutely gorgeous and it's called waltzing for dreamers play. And Miss, you don't know
3: me but can't we pretend that we care for each other till the banner is the Steps for breaking, Walsons for dreamers, and losers in love. One step for sigh, two steps for crying, Walsons for dreamers,
0: and losers in love. So you say that he doesn't do choruses, that song. Definitely has a proper oh, yeah. chorus.
1: John. It doesn't mean it's
0: a good chorus. It's a wonderful chorus. It's an awful chorus. chorus. Listen to the lyrics. I one step care. for aching, two steps for breaking. The internal rhyming in it is just wonderful. One step for crying, two steps for dying. It's really beautiful. It's, I think it's one of his best ballads by a long way. Steve?
2: only thing i don't like about this is that i would have loved to hear richard and linda doing it together other than that it's absolutely to die for and it's in waltz time as well which is a nice little reference uh in 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 three four um in three four four is is actually a waltz yeah Um, but yeah it's um yeah it's great absolutely great beautiful and like you say a beautiful chorus
0: it's comfortably the standout from the amnesia album I don't yes,
2: I remember I actually had that album and no, I didn't get on with it at all. I don't this. particularly
0: care for it. I think the opening track's pretty decent and then "Waltzing for Dreamers is just streets ahead of everything else on there. Hit out the lights again for our 14th track. This
1: Why can't we be on the 18th track? That'd be
0: because time doesn't work like that. Wouldn't it be great if there was a song by Richard Thompson called Time Doesn't Work Like That?
2: That sounds like a Richard Thompson title.
0: You know, I might go and write that song myself. (laughs) (laughs) Time doesn't work like that. Walking on a Wire.
1: Walking on a wire And I'm falling
0: Homer. Oh, great! <laughs> I think Walking on a Wire is phenomenal. Another reason why Shootout no, Lights not. is so it's high boring. in my album preferences. No, it's not. And I bet it's Steve, boring. I bet Steve's got something to say about that chord change sequence that's yes. in the middle.
2: Yes, yes, he does. It's a song of two halves. I'm afraid it's you know the 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 sort of uh, main verse sections. Great, the harmonising great, Richard and Linda, great, lyric, great. And then, and then it's like, Oh, Linda, I'm just going to put you through your paces here. I, you know, and, and then I'm going to plonk it in the middle of this song. Cause I haven't got another bit, you know? So, so yes, it's a song of two halves. Is it, is it a great it? song? Yes. But then that bit I find
0: is why that, it's not necessary. That middle bit for me is the highlight. <laughs> I adore the direction he takes those chords in, but he resolves it. Returning to the Sweet Warrior album and jaunty little number called Too Late to Come Fishing.
1: who's the backing in that one
0: i don't know actually who's in the backing single uh, singing on that i'm gonna to have to look that up but at least you were paying attention yeah there was a chorus there yeah, yeah
2: undeniably you cannot say that that was not a chorus filled song
0: <laughs> but was it a good cause Phil Stolls no, oh, no apparently not but what about but, Steve
2: Um, it's grown on me a bit mm. I, I think I I struggle again it's very much like Wall of Death in that he's got he, he has a, a few things that he goes back to lyrically and one is this big extended metaphor you know it's like oh the big extended metaphor is this fishing this oh, time, I you
0: love know. a good Big extended metaphor.
2: I just feels like, he, and, and, and and I can't forgive him the lyric. Uh, and you were typecast as the Stone Age charmer in that Darwin docudrama.
0: Oh, but let him. He's seventy something. Um. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> I want this on to, vinyl, to, but it to, doesn't exist. To be
2: clear, this song has grown on me a lot in mm-hmm. listening to it. I, I didn't know it at all, and I've, I've sort of tried to spin it as much as possible. And I, I really... I kind of took against it, if I'm honest, but it's, it's grown on me enormously.
0: Do you think Poppy Red might grow on you the more you listen no, to it? not a chance. <laughs> it's a woman called Judith Owen Joel, who sings the backing vocals on that. The next track actually was a hit single. Oh, Not in the UK, in America, right. for... Joel (laughs) for a country singer called Joel Sonia. And he did a cover version of Kirsten Letter.
2: Yes, I do, awful. Steve, I see you looking at the screen. Just for anyone listening, the pregnant pause there. <laughs> Neil desperately looking at the screen in the hopes that I was going to save him. Do you remember the the? And there are other. There are two other military two-step songs that that, that he goes okay, too yes. fast on and ruins yes. conversation. Yeah, sadly, this is the other one of those. I mean, I I almost I feel I don't want to read you my notes, but unfortunately, it says it sounds like Chaz and Dayu covering Richard Thompson.
0: This is the opening track from Hand of Kindness. So you didn't like the closing track from Hand of Kindness for exactly the same reasons. I, I can, won't be
2: buying that album. I won't. Best oh, that, that that those are the opening and closing. <gasps>
0: yeah. Rest assured that the six tracks in between are nothing like those two tracks. But I love both of those tracks.
2: I love the He's album Hand, Hand of Hand Kindness. of Kindness opens with what and closes with what?
0: So it opens with Tear Stained Letter.
2: Yeah. Which is with. pretty
0: much plays in concert to this day and closes with two left feet.
2: So it's. It, it doesn't really matter how much you defend the middle of that album because the chances of me sitting down and listening to it now have been massively reduced
0: oh. the next track is from Daring Adventures which was the first album produced by Mitchell Froom, in an attempt to get a more commercial sound from Richard Thompson from the mid 80s it's Dead Man's Handle Not mare. It's better than mare. It is well, ah, one of the bad ones. So it's better than a mare. You can't get this on Spotify. Um, I like the intro. Oh, the intro is wonderful. No, no, I had, to, I had to go
2: to, I had to go to YouTube for this. Yeah. Um, I love the. There's there's a lovely mix of uh, twelve string and organ going on the intro, which is which is a very 70s sort of California rock vibe, which I I love. I mean, that's very very me. That's my thing. But structurally, it's incredibly similar to Wall of Death, and I would say almost it feels like a in fact someone had written in the YouTube comments isn't this just a remake of Wall of Death to which because I thought hang on isn't this and, and it, it's I mean there's nothing wrong with that but I, I wasn't mad for Wall of Death and I'm sort of not mad for this it, it, it's yeah it's... I can
0: see your point actually it never occurred to me still like it
2: <laughs> well you like Wall of Death so why not
0: but the, the, you're saying about California sound that guitar sound sounds to me like California Dreaming drawing to a close to one of, again, another beautiful ballad, Dimming of the Day. Right so what was wrong with that, Joel?
1: I don't, the singing. Oh, I like the guitar part, though.
0: Oh, you like the guitar part? Yes, good, good. Well, in that case, you need to hear the beautiful cover version done by Alison Krauss of this song.
2: Oh, they have also not heard.
0: Their final album, Alison Krauss and Union Station, their last one to date, has got a beautiful cover version of Dimming of the Day on it. I think Alison Krauss is one of the best female vocalists out there. I think she's absolutely beautiful tone of voice.
2: Yes. No, I love this. I love this. Uh, this is, I mean, the guitar's fantastic. The vocal's fantastic. The lyric's fantastic. You know, she, she delivers it beautifully i mean it, it's heartbreaking yeah. absolutely heartbreaking yeah fantastic i mean uh the, the, yeah it's faultless
0: the next track is in my top 100 of all time it's go away to graceless then they dragged her away it was
3: handcuffs this time she said my dear man are you
1: out of your mind don't you know that we're married Don't
0: like this one. Don't like it. Not just a meh.
1: Yeah,
0: don't like it. Oh, Steve, that's well, fantastic. Um, it's brilliant. I'm. It's I'm, a great story. You're full, great story. your function at last. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm so sorry. I've really done a bad job of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Do so you want to go back to the beginning? And I'll just I'll just uh, say nice things about everything.
0: <laughs> it's a special yeah, no, is, is it? song. This.
2: It's great. It's great. And it's, it's, uh, it, it, I think it, it proves, if it needed proving, that he really, really
0: can tell a story. At the end where she, this poor woman who's um, mentally unwell, and thinks she's married to the dead Elvis Presley Yeah, by his graveside until they drag her away in handcuffs because it, uh, it's, but she left every, all of her family. It's an amazing story song
2: yeah it's very it's a very moving uh moving performance moving song moving yeah it's great
0: we're at the end joel do you fancy an ice cream time for a bit of hokey pokey It wasn't. Title track of Hokey Pokey album, the second Richard and Linda album, Hokey Pokey brackets the ice cream song. You've already expressed your disdain. Steve.
2: Thankfully, I am able to fulfil my contractual (laughs) obligations to this podcast in the final furlong and tell you that this is probably one of my top three Richard slash Richard Mender songs. It actually feels like a slightly lesser song in their canon in some ways, but I absolutely adore it. This this, and When I Get to the Border, I think, are probably my two
1: mm-hmm.
2: absolute favourites. I, I, there's something uh, uplifting about it. The performance is, is is great. It may also be an extended metaphor, but I don't know how much we can go into that. Yeah,
0: um, not on a PG13 man I'm having not on a his
2: not on a PG. <laughs> yes, all right, fair enough. Um but <laughs> I have to say if if it is if it is it's one of the times when it works and I like yeah. I like it's it doesn't I think that's the thing is I, w- w- I've sounded a bit negative at times when he's doing you know I'm I'm being funny or I'm being clever or these sorts of things. I think when he tries less Hard to be those things. He's so intelligent and so good at weaving Mm. these sorts of lyrics. It feels like this involved less trying, and as a result, it, it sort of, you know, fell out of the guitar and onto the page. And and I think it's less forced and less mannered. As a result, I just adore it. What a brilliant place to end.
0: So to conclude this bit, obviously you previously mentioned Vincent Black Lightning, 1952. Any other songs yep. that you think I really should have included?
2: Uh I've said Bees Wing, I've said Poor Ditching Boy, wing, yeah. um, I've said When I Get to the Border. Um mm-hmm. and that's probably the really big ones. Um the, yeah, those are the ones that I would be missing,
0: I think. Mm. Right. Thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you very much for your contribution. I look forward to the next episode of McCartney and Gold. Where can people find that?
2: Uh, McCartney and Gold, you can find it at McCartneyandGold.com. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Well, that was every bit as painful for me as it was for you. (laughs) Mm. And I know what's coming now and I think it's going to be horrible.
1: Joel's Revenge!
0: What is it, Joel?
1: Muffin Time!
0: What's Muffin Time?
1: A song about ASDF movie.
0: ASDF movie?
1: The best meme series out there. Currently has 13 instalments.
0: Okay, unleash it.
2: Why did you name me this way? Why, why, why? I'm gonna do I'm internet!
1: Well, I'm gonna do a talk. are leaving me I'm a real man. So, what did you think of Muffin Time?
0: I was going to say that it was unmitigated crap. But there was a bit, two and a half minutes in where that female vocalist sang. And it lifted it out of the unmitigated category and just into crap. (laughs) It is awful and horrible, horrible sentiment. And it makes me a bit worried about the kind of things you listen to when it's all about die. So, yeah, it it was awful. I suppose it was... That's why I gave it to you. I suppose it was a definite revenge... Thank you very much for listening. It's been a difficult record, this one, both in terms of your enthusiasm levels being through the floor, but also we had some real sound problems trying to connect with Steve, didn't we? Yeah. So We've had to record, re-record one or two bits. So thank you for your patience. I hope you enjoyed it anyway. I've got my YouTube channel, Pock and Rop, which you can find by clicking on the link in the podcast description
1: i have my channel it's called fox eating nuggets gaming
0: also there's a link for that in the podcast description too there will be a musical clue for the final one of season one of generation mix episode 20 gosh it's been nearly a year since we started this listen out for that musical clue but until a fortnight from now this is generation mix signing off bye bye
1: Generation man